Hey everybody, I'm V. I'm Shari. This is the Bachelor US Colton edition. Episode two, calling all cray cray and kissless. Ugh, yeah, that made me feel just a little bit awkward knowing that there's somebody in their 20 who hasn't even been kissed. Well, what's worse, being crazy or kissless? I don't know. One of them's pretty fixable. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, but the, anyway, there's, there's representation from both categories in this episode. Um, because we wake up with Colton, who's shirtless and looking absolutely splendiferous, um, and they're about to go on the first group date, which um, he tells them they're going to a theatre where they're going to all tell stories of their first something. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. But um, I do love the enthusiasm for the uh group dates in the early episodes because of course that all every season that fades oh totally yeah it's like hey i'm going to oh i'm on the group group date date. yeah everyone wants the one-on-ones but um so hannah hannah oh no hannah g's had the first impression rose so she's kind of uh sweet she doesn't really need uh too much interaction but the limo bus truck um turns up which i've never seen before it looked like a converted garbage truck but no (laughs) Oh, I think they're very unattractive, but they're popular. I've I've seen a few of them over in yeah. the states. Yeah. No, I haven't. I mean, I've seen the Hummers, seen the buses, mm, seen mm, the, mm. but just never this hybrid. But uh, mm. anyway, they're all piled in there, um, and and they uh, fr- rock up at uh, to this theatre where we find two of well, my most favourite people, and I reckon they're probably yours too. We've got Megan Mullally from Will and Grace, and her husband Nick Offerman, who plays Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation. Yeah, love, love, love. I never knew they were married till only literally weeks ago where I saw something about them together and I was just like, what? How did I not know this? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of mind-blowing, isn't it? Could you imagine a dinner party with those oh, two? It'd be love. fabulous. And, I mean, yeah. we, and she's a bit like her character in Will and Grace. She's like uh, telling everyone about the first time she fucked someone and they've sort of bleeped <laughs> it out, but she says it, she like swears about three times and mm. the girls are kind of trying to look a bit shocked. Well, I mean, they are shocked, I think. Mm. <laughs> I find that so interesting, excuse me, particularly about the US one, is that I'm never sure exactly where the tone of it sits because there's almost this, you know, they don't want to talk about certain aspects of sexual sexuality or whatever. Yes. And how far do you go? Because it's sort of almost like they balked when she was saying those things. Well, you'll notice on the... Like on the Australian ones, girls say, oh, my God, literally every five seconds, Mm. especially if it's something like they've gone to somewhere new and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Mm. American Bachelor, it's always, oh, my gosh. And I think just because of the very large Christian um, belt. Mm. So there's a very different attitude towards that sort of thing. Aussies, uh, we don't give a shit. And the Americans are very um, aware. It's Well, some of them, I guess, not New Yorkers, I'm imagining, but um, from sort of the fringes, uh, yeah, they're very aware so I think they did look a bit shook and then um uh, Nick Offerman told his story about the first time he plucked the blossom of a woman in a deadpan beautiful <laughs> rendition and everyone looks like they don't get it kind of pretty much yeah. he was and being a, just the slightest bit obtuse and he had lost a few of them completely <laughs> one of them actually well one of them said oh there was a bit of sexual lindo but it was very cryptic and I thought are you serious hardly. like yeah, yeah hardly <laughs> 
but anyway, they are. Uh, uh, Megan Mullally says, to, uh, you know, to talk, tell about your significant first, whether it's your first pet, your first love, or the first time you went to jail. And none of the girls laughed. So I thought, <laughs> hmm, telling. I was too busy laughing to notice. <laughs> So true. I mean, I just cacked myself laughing, but looking at their faces, it's like, oh, we don't have the same sense of humour, no, bachelors and girls. No, 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 definitely. There's probably one in there that has, but wanted to keep quiet for fear of looking like a, you know, whatever. But anyway, the news was they had to perform in front of 200 people. Now, I mean, I don't care how confident you are. That is one big um, ask, pretty much. Oh, absolutely. And the uh, the audience was a hooting, hooting and a hollering, and yeah. they were, you know, really loud, weren't they? It would have been very they were ready. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, um, oh, Megan asks Colton who the crazy one is because uh, she said she and Nick are fans of The Bachelor, and he said he was very polite and said it's too soon to tell. Which I thought, he, well, he probably tells are much later than us because we know straight away. He has to wait uh, yes. until he discovers it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We get a better insight, don't we? Uh, yes. Oh, much. Yeah. But great, great question by her. Yes. Sorry about the dog barking, um, everybody. But uh, Hey, posse. <laughs> someone's walking their dog past. Oh, that's you. okay. They'll walk past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then um, in the meantime, Colton reassures his first impression, Rose, um, Hannah, mm. um, and sort of tells her to, you know, um, not freak out and to, you know, just be aware that he's sort of thinking of her. So um, that was pretty, uh, I thought, interesting. Yeah, I think thoughtful, um, I suppose. I mean, you just always need to be reminding yourself that you've got all of these fish on the hook oh, and no. you need to go back and sort of give them a bit of yeah, reassurance. Well, um, anyway, Demi says that she's really bold and out there and reckons everyone else will be sappy, which I kind of – there's aspects about her that I literally can't stand, but every mm. now and then she gets a zinger and it's like I, I love – she's kind of – not really sarcastic, she's, but it's it's borderline and it's sort of more than anyone else is doing. So I didn't mind that. But um, mm. anyway, Colton went first and told his virgin story, which, of course, he's told a million times. But he was so kind of cool with the, the way he told it and how, you know, he made up. I think when he was a professional footballer, someone asked him how many girls and he made, or women, he made up uh, an, an answer and then actually decided to tell the truth and he, he was sort of a bit liberating. But we still, I mean, I still think just have sex and then you won't ever have to talk about this topic ever again. But he's obviously mm. holding it a bit, a bit special now. And, of course, it's in public now in the public arena. Public domain, so he, yeah. He can't just go and have a quickie to sort of, I don't think that's the way he runs, uh, what's the word, way he rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it could have been, but I mean, if you if you're a professional footballer and you haven't managed to have sex, then uh, that's probably your best um, opportunity of a lifetime. And he didn't take that up. A lot of men would say that as a wasted opportunity. But... Well, you would. I mean, well, anyway, he must have. He some might, honestly, he must have the strength of ten men because could you imagine the offers? The offers, and he kept saying that he was really dedicated. So I mean, he's uh, seems to be quite a single-minded guy, and. Mm. Um, you know, so anyway, we um, we had Elise, who's the makeup artist with the red hair. She um, said it's the um, she'd always dated older men, and it's the first time she's dated a younger man, and she hoped that she could teach him something. So I thought, kazang, that's a good take. Love on it. that, yeah, mm, love. Then we had um, Demi saying she's so brave because there's no advantage to being an older woman here, which is like, 
you know, she's a fucking cow. <laughs> zap, zap, you know, because you can't counter it. Mean, well, it'd be good if you could, but there is no denying when there's an age difference. You can't make yourself younger. So, you know, it's, uh, she's, she's just going to labour that point. Um, then we had uh, Nicole who's sort of, I thought Havana Nicole, but she's actually from Miami, whatever, keeps saying wherever she's from. Mm. But uh, she sort of said that a white bread guy was uh, her first, which... Um, you know what did she say a white white bread guy i guess as in composed to latino-y what she's been uh, with before right. okay got so, it yeah so then um then um uh the girl with the whistle um uh, is that onyeka or yes uh, yeah anyway she sort of said that um she'd saved him from drowning in the bitches in a really kind of aggressive sort of little rant mm. um so that sort of didn't go down too well i don't think and Straight up after her was Catherine, the uh, stage five clinger four-time interrupter, who said, I'm a good swimmer. Um, and then she did a mic drop, but it wasn't just the mic. It was the <laughs> mic and the fucking stand as well. <laughs> and it was like bang and everyone was like, Whoa! And uh, And I just thought, mm, aren't you supposed to take it out first of the stand before you drop it? <laughs> like she... Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a bit of a rock star move. But it, uh, anyway, I was fail. hoping rock it would star move but, fail, I reckon. Well, yeah, I was hoping for that cartoon sort of image where they step on a rake and it hits them in the face yes. and I was hoping that would bounce back, but it did not. No. So mm. then we had uh, old Tracy because uh, she's, I think, the oldest. Um, and she said it was the first time she'd tried to, uh, to date a virgin. Um, no, the first time she tried to date a virgin, there was some sort of punches to the face or something. It just got scary and I lost the plot oh. of what she was saying. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. How it, but it was just a bit uh, the wincing emoji, you know, the gritted teeth. It was like that's how I was watching. So. Yeah, yeah. And old Tracy, I think, mm. gets triggered way too quickly by Demi and, oh. and her, you know, um, old jibes mm. I just don't understand. like as you say when you're older you can't change that fact so yeah. you actually need to either disengage or come up with some zingers of your own yes. uh, and, and enjoy the banter like do it in a really light kind of way where it just negates it where it's not fun for Demi no. anymore to poke it because as soon as you are reacting that is juice for her Oh, for sure. Well, she hasn't even got started yet, really, in that regard. But um, anyway, Demi went last and um, Colton kind of checked her out, like the full-on up-and-down look, which I was like, oh, I'm not loving that. But anyway, he did the up-and-down, up-and-down eyes, Mm. which is like busted, except you're on telly. But she tells this story about how she met a guy at a crazy party and she wanted to kiss him but she was too scared. Mm. So she decided when she wants something she's going to go after it and walks off the stage up to Colton and gives him the great big kiss kiss and then sort of says and that is the story of how I got the first group date rose yeah so which she hasn't yet but like that was just oh my god and all the girls are like oh why didn't I do that yeah well mm. I, I did I did think it was clever it was a way to sort of uh, get his attention particularly mm. um yeah I, and I mean she could have said that's the way I got my first kiss with you know the virgin, yeah. I don't know something like that, but but that's what you call the preemptive sell in the sales arena. You know, you just basically say it's sold and then it's all done. So I'm yeah. sure she was trying to uh, to get it all wrapped up, and and I do think that she likes any opportunity to lord it over the other girls. To absolutely, <laughs> she is like that girl has confidence by the bucket load. Mm. 
But anyway, after um, uh, also meanwhile back at the ranch, um, there's a one on date, one on one date card, and it goes to Hannah, Miss Alabama, um, and it says true love is on the horizon, and she is wrapped because it is her birthday. Yeah. So we just sort of digest that, but go back to the group date where um, uh, after the, the, the you know the performances, Demi grabs him. Um, you know, it's her signature move. Everyone's shocked, and she sort of um, gets him. You know, aside, and and uh, Colton kind of said, "Oh, you know, it's a brave move," but she has a bit of a, a kiss and. Um, um, you know, sort of is really trying to hammer the point home that she yeah. wants the rose. But she comes back from this and uh, to where all the girls are and the rose on its, you know, sacred platter and grabs it <laughs> and waves it around and says, it's my rose. So, oh, my God, that's a first, I think. In uh, Bachelor history? I can't recall it ever being touched, its sanctity broken before. It was just like, <laughs> oh, she touched the rose. I mean, what if it had broken when she was um, swinging uh, around? It was just so. She would have loved that, I think. <laughs> yeah, so she sort of uh, tells the girls what happened, you know, with their chat, how, how much he liked her and, you know, and did he like the kiss? He loved it. Duh. And then she gave us, I think, the first um, time we hear her laugh, which is <laughs> or something like that. I think it's a little bit maniacal, don't you think? A little bit. <laughs> I think you are being way too kind, V. <laughs> yeah, I don't like She's it. She's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's sort of fake, but it's a machine gun. So it's literally everything about her is aggressive, you know, yeah. um, but she's sort of got that sweet face. So she's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a, I don't think he'll figure that out for a little while, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, but then um, I think Colton has a bit of a chat with Elise, um, the makeup artist, um, and she mentions that they've got the Cougar, Cougar Den, the 27 plus year yep. olds. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Colton sort of said to her uh, he wouldn't be there if, he had, if he'd had it figured out. So he found her intriguing and uh, they had a bit of a kiss. Um, and back in the other room, the girls are bitching about Demi and about it's not her place to pick up the rails um, and how immature <laughs> she is. <laughs> but she's, uh, um, she sort of said they're here to date, um, she's here to fall in love or something like that. So um, Again, just a line meant to completely trigger. Totally. So old girl Tracy decides that she's the one that needs to have a bit of a chat with Demi and I mean I'm kind of thinking like doing the warning danger will Robinson arms yeah. in the meantime like don't go there you know you are out you are out um what's the word out smarted outwitted outgunned um, and outmanned I'd say everything so uh she they have a bit of a, a chat and, and Tracy old Tracy's got the frowny face on and and uh, and sort of said to Demi you know she thought it was disrespectful about the rose and Demi is just like Hater's going to hate. There's no advantage to being an older woman here and I'm very confident I'm going to get the rose. So the older woman jibes have begun. But if there was ever a way to demonstrate how old (laughs) and out of touch and unfun you are, drag someone aside and berate them, hey? Yeah. I mean, oh, (laughs) really? I know. I know. I wonder if the others G'd her up, you know, all the producers. Who knows? But uh, anyway, um, Hannah, who got the early rose, um, is very, he sort of drags her aside and there's, um, uh, Colton says he's very excited about the connection that uh, they have and, he, and to focus on, like us, um, and he looks super smitten and I'm not happy with this because it's too soon mm. and he then says there's something about you that reminds me of home and they have a big kiss and they're like body, body and uh, big hugs and kisses and um, 
and you know as hard as it is focus on us you know obviously there's other people here don't pay attention and I'm like oh no too soon so early in the piece yeah. what is he what I don't understand what is he doing I don't know. It's too soon. He doesn't even know what she's like. We haven't even heard her speak yet. Yeah. But but <laughs> he's too busy sticking his tongue down her throat to hear her speak. I know. And meanwhile, Demi is actually spying on them from behind the couch. She's sort of got the uh, like the head peeking mm. up and just peeking over and seeing this. But she doesn't. She actually doesn't look like she's worried about it, which is what I, I sort of find interesting. She just like yeah. observing her boyfriend kissing <laughs> another girl before he comes back to her. Yeah. So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she also then says um, to the camera, I think, that his past relationships weren't dominant women. You know, I'm the only one that challenges him here. I'm amazing and I have no competition. So this girl, we are now getting to see um, a bit of this um, freaking delusional yeah. delusional dominatrix. But um, how does she know about, you know, his past relationships? I mean, she's had passing little combos with him and a, yeah, a kiss. I don't know. <laughs> she's certainly got her mind made up that that. I think she's assuming. Yeah. I think she's assuming she's the strongest woman in the world and the mm. most, you know, in, intriguing and, in you know. Mm. Um, anyway, he drags aside, or I shouldn't say drags, takes aside uh, Nicole Havana. Um, so she then decides to tell him about her autistic twin brother who um, is her everything and it's a pretty uh, sort of, um, you know, heart-rending story. Um, and he, you know, um, responds very well saying his um, brother – uh, had uh, has cystic fibrosis and he spends a lot of time in hospitals. But mm. um, it is a bit of a tricky thing to bring up because it did sound like that if he picks her, it's a package deal, it's her and her brother. Um, and that is, you know, we, we've seen the girls with a child that are, are too scared to mention that till about three or four episodes yep. in where she's kind of laid out the, the living situation if they move forward, which, mm. you know, is pretty challenging for anyone, family, let alone someone you've just met. So don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm. So um, what happened then? Um, I think uh, uh, oh, that's sort of the, the end of the, um, the uh, group date and the next thing it's Alabama's birthday, Alabama's birthday is the one-on-one date <laughs> and uh, he rocks up in a truck. It's so cute. Um, and she gets in and he says that he's attracted to eyes and teeth, um, which I put so everyone really. Yeah. But um, <laughs> What did you sort of oh, make of that? Certainly everybody in that group, they all have beautiful teeth and they all have sparkly eyes. So Yes, unless there's a specific kind of eyes and teeth. He didn't elaborate, but uh, I just mm. thought maybe they're blue and maybe they're round. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's a bit, um, bit, that one's a bit mysterious. Well, other Hannah, who he was the first rose too she's yeah. a hunter isn't she so she's got yes. those big doughy kind yeah of round round, round. Yeah. like a doll like a yes doll. Yeah, yeah 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 if you like if she lies down doll. the lids yeah. pop, pop down like a freaking you know the open and shutting eyelid doll yeah yeah, so maybe that's his thing. No, no, no. But it that means there's, there's a few there that don't come under that umbrella just quietly. No, true. But uh, Hannah. Um, Georgia, what, Alabama. Alabama, thank you. I was going to mm. say Georgia. But have, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> there. Um, somewhere. <laughs> Hannah, Alabama seemed particularly pleased with that because I think she she heard the tick, tick, 
you know, you've yeah. got both of those and I'm happy. Yes, yeah. I have eyes and I have teeth. I'm so happy. But I do love the fact that she was convinced when she got the invitation for the date that it was because it was her birthday. And when they get in the car, she said, oh, yeah, I'm about, about my birthday. And he went, oh, yes. oh is it? Yeah. <laughs> he had no idea. He's clueless. Yeah. Unless the producers knew but forgot to tell him. <laughs> like that's possibly the um, the explanation. Yeah. So they get they get on some horses and um, they hold hands while they're riding. And um, uh, so that sort of looks kind of quite sweet. But back at, meanwhile, back at the ranch, mm. Miss uh, North Carolina is telling one of the other girls, I can't remember who, but uh, – Nobody knows that we actually, Hannah, Alabama and I know each other. Um, we were best friends. Um, I was fir- first runner-up in Miss USA because all the, all the state winners obviously go to Miss USA. Yeah. So they roomed together. The first runner-up um, was um, Kaylin, but Hannah didn't place and she snapped um, and they haven't spoken and she will snap soon pretty quickly. <gasps> so I was like, oh, this is why we're here. <laughs> And literally we've got the, you know, the sashes and we've got the whole drama. And you were saying that to me. You will love these shows because love. we've got pageant girls and here we are, two real-life pageant girls. I had to convince you, didn't I? You but did. that's what actually their competitiveness and their um, ability to put on a sort of a front is um, just so fascinating to me and I absolutely uh, am here for it and loving every moment. So, uh, but, the, but the date, it considering she is a pageant girl and a Miss Alabama taboo, which means she's beaten a lot of girls in an entire state, which, yes. you know, like a country really, mm. um, she's all nervous and she tells us then to the camera, if something's not perfect, I think I'm horrible. And if, if I start self-doubting myself, it spirals, but it's not going to happen today. And I just thought, <gasps> really? You know, mm. that does not sound um, good. Okay, so we were back on the date with uh, Colton and um, what's her name again? Hannah, Hannah and Alabama. Um, and already what Miss Carolina had, uh, or South Carolina or North, whatever she is, so had predicted is starting to kind of manifest because she's getting really kind of freaked out. Um, we, we hear her say that if something's not perfect, she thinks she's horrible. And it's like, oh. And I just wonder if she thinks that that's charming or whether... <clears throat> excuse me, she's trying to be relatable or why she's sort of putting that right up front. Yeah, well, but she says I've, ha- I've dealt with it forever or something. Um, she said it's, al- it's always been like that. So she tells him about it, which, I mean, as you said, is she trying to be up front? But you can just tell she won't even – she's kind of looking away. She won't even look at him. It's like she is freaking the fuck out, I reckon. Well, she's got anxiety, um, clearly. Well, I mean, it was the basic toast. So he said, uh, let's make a toast. And she, I mean, I thought you've been a beauty pageant, which one of the main things is you get asked a random question and you have to think on your feet. So he asked her to make a toast. And I think because she hasn't been able to prepare it, like, you know, with the pageants, they prepare all sorts of answers. They go to, you know, they have coaches or that Mm. sort of thing. Mm. She has not been able to prepare for this and is completely freaked out at saying something wrong. Like, you know, here's to us having a great day. I mean, that's awful. I felt kind of sorry for her there. Yeah, she does seem very um, – and robotic is probably not the word visually, but as no. soon as she starts speaking to him, you actually see the fake smile go on and the fake eyes. Yeah. It, to me, it's all like a robotic response. It's almost like it's and now. And she can put it on like mm. nobody else. And But 
it's, so to me, that's a pageant response because that's yeah. that smile oh, yeah. they plaster it's, on. Like it's literally, I'm just calling it pageant face. You yeah, know. but I'm not sure if she's aware of how that is like an unnatural. She she looks unnatural when she's mm. doing it, and um, so yeah, I'm not quite sure whether she thinks she's being genuine or she doesn't even realise she's been so entrenched and ingrained and even indoctrinated in that world that yeah. she doesn't realise that her responses are robotic now. It's just like, okay, yeah. and the spotlight's on now and it's yep. on and the show and and she's like, you know, right in his face and it's like she's watching the sun and she's going, oh, my God, <laughs> you're amazing, you know. But in this very fake kind of way, yeah, it's actually quite troubling to watch. Well, I just found that the thought that she couldn't put two words together because she was so fearful of getting it wrong and I wondered if that was why she bombed out of Miss America because they get the random question. I think maybe in their local state ones they probably can just give a prepared, you know, um, maybe something about what they, how they wanted, you know, change the world, whatever. It just seemed like she's no good under pressure at all and that, that was pretty evident. But um, he but, then sort of yeah. tells the camera that he's thinking it's not going that well and he's probably not going to give her a rose. But, I mean, to counter that, a lot of the, uh, you know, whether it be pageant or otherwise, that, that kind of miss whoever that stuff, there, yeah. there is a, a lot of um, you know, being, the ability to think on your feet and the ability to converse in all sorts yes. of different situations with different people. So to me, that's an anxiety response. She And it's almost like a traumatised animal, you know, where it, it hasn't done the right thing and so it gets yeah. beaten and is then so fearful it becomes a fearful dog. And, uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Well, maybe she's got a stage mum that's like, you know, kind of um, hassling her to get, you know, to be perfect, perfect. and the best and everything. <gasps> so the word oh. that she was using was perfect, perfect, perfect. And, yeah. Um, and to me, you know, I, I think a lot of people – uh, do wear that as a bit of a badge of honour, like I'm a perfectionist. Well, um, also the the term the perfect wife. And, I mean, if she mm. thinks he's looking for the perfect wife, she wants to be that perfect wife. And so that means everything has to be perfect. And I mean, it's just so fucked up because, I mean, you know, you want a human, like a, a real person. Well, the crazy thing is they spent pretty much their whole first one-on-one date not having a date, yeah. but talking about her inability to have a date because she can't communicate. <laughs> and I thought, you've actually... Hey, that's a wrap, V. <coughs> you could have wrapped that and that would have been really good. Yeah. They couldn't communicate and spent the whole first date saying how they couldn't communicate. <laughs> Love it. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, they, they carry on into the evening because that's sort of part B of the date. They go to some great big ship and sit on the deck. And, um, and of course, now he's thinking that because she's opened up so amazingly that, you know, things are going really well. Um, but uh, he sort of, you know, says again that, you know, you're trying to be perfect. And she said, I've struggled with it forever. And I'm mm. like, oh, red flag, red flag. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a very difficult, if it is that ingrained, as you say, you know, from a pageant world, you know, she may have been in there from three, mm. let's say, and, you know, if she has had that perfectionism yeah. be- beaten into her or indoctrinated in her, in her, I mean, it's one thing I suppose now that she's saying she knows it, it's a struggle for her, you know, this whole being perfect thing, but that's a lifetime of pain, poor thing. Oh. It's a bit of baggage she's carrying. And sure. then the other thing is he's, uh, she then jumps straight in and asks him why, why he's a virgin and I'm just thinking, oh, that question again, why are you a virgin? 
Um, mm. But his explanation was fab because he said uh, it was accidental. Like, you know, it wasn't planned. Um, you know, it just didn't happen for, you know, any sort of detailed why. And it was like I thought he is just going to get sick of telling this story to each girl. But then she tells him she wanted to be a virgin when, you know, when she met that someone special but it didn't happen. And he looked kind of kind of a bit shook about that because, mm. I mean, how to sort of turn a story around. It's like, oh, I wanted to be doing what you're doing but I didn't so I, I – but I regret it and I, you know, really wish I was still a virgin too kind of thing is the message. It's like, mm. oh, just own your shit, mm. you know, I'm mm. not a virgin. So, anyway, yeah. that was annoying. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's funny because she seems to be one of those people, well, you know, let's stop talking about me. Now, what do you think about me? You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she just kept trying to bring the story back to herself and how yeah. it related to her. But anyway. Well, then we have the most shocking um, <coughs> cut, cutaway of the episode where we go back and there's a long-haired blonde girl, Heather, mm. who's telling um, the other girls that she has never been kissed or kissed anyone. Yeah. She's 22 and it was just like, oh, well, we talked about it at the start, but wow, mm. that's, that's like way bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Very. It's um to the, to the point of being odd. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, no. Anyway, poor Heather. We'll see how she goes. I think going from the um, you know, things to come, she seems to look like she's around for a while. So there's hopefully going to be. But I mean, he's now got the pressure of giving a girl not uh, her mm-hmm. first kiss, which is mm-hmm. like, well, after that, then there's the added pressure. He sort of wants to obviously get the virginity thing out of the way. Well, I mean, God, she's going to be a bit behind the eight ball, isn't she? She hasn't had the kiss yet. But you know what she didn't say? She didn't mm. say, oh, I'm a virgin too. Don't you think oh. that's odd? Because to me, even if she has or hasn't been kissed, whatever. So if you've got a guy. But didn't she tag it on to someone else saying something about a virgin? She said, well, um, I'm, I'm I something worse. I haven't even been kissed. So, I mean, right. it's an assumption, I think, isn't it, that, you know, well, let alone yeah, not having yeah. had sex. But is, is 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 that what she's saying? Is, I think so. I think so. I think she's a double. She's a double um, threat in the in the purity stake. She has had neither, so he's uh, got to tread slowly. But isn't that interesting? I thought you would have said, "Yeah, hashtag me too." Mm. Um, and you know, they sort of could have been a bonding thing. But she didn't go there. She said, "Hasn't been kissed." So mm. at twenty two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm don't just know taking away that. from that. If you if you haven't been kissed, you certainly haven't gone to. Well, that's first base. So then, this how could you have had a home run? Oh, yeah. So then uh, they uh, well, they go back to Colton on his date, and he actually does give um, what's her name Hannah the rose against all my better um, yelling at the telly. Um, <laughs> but it's lucky he does because then the fireworks go off, and I thought, oh, imagine if he didn't give her the rose and said, "Sorry, I can't give you the rose," and then the signal was like, "Bang, go!" <laughs> And fireworks went off. That would be orcs. Yeah, that would be funny. Mm, but that didn't happen. They had a big kiss, so ugh, she's they around for a while. did, but, I mean, I thought pretty much 95% of their date was awkward. Yeah. I didn't yes. like it. I'm surprised she got a rose, but I'm, I want her there for the um, the pageant rivalry, so she cannot go home. Sheer entertainment value. Sheer. <laughs> um, so then we go to a group date, um, which must be the next day, and it's summer camp and we've got Colton chopping wood. I won't list who went because I honestly couldn't tell you and I don't care. Um, but it was a good old time at summer camp, which is, seems to be a part of the American culture, which I really wish we had here. Mm. Um, it always looks so fun, you know, camp chicka, chicka 
pat a duck or something and, you know, you have your first love there usually, your first crush. And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. clearly that girl, whatever her name is, missed it yeah. because she didn't even get her first kiss. Boom. I'm thinking homeschooled <laughs> and no camp. That's, I think yeah. that's her background. But um, so we've, we've got the, uh, the summer camp and the golf buggy arrives with um, the camp counsellor who's comedian Billy Eichner. I don't think I know who he is. And Chris Harris. Um, who they sort of set the tone um, of what's going to happen. Uh, there's going to be competitions between two teams and the winners will uh, get to stay the night under the stars with Colton and the losers will have to slink back to the uh, uh, bachelor pad, oh, yeah, what is it, mm-hmm. the hacienda with the, uh, their tails between their legs. Mm. And now I had a nano sleep, Shari. <laughs> I forgot. Putting it out there, yeah. So tell me, what, what was the competition or did they okay. have many competitions? No, well, there were a few, but they were, um, so one team was in yellow and it was random clothes. It was like one of them had a tutu one and a yellow skivvy or something. They looked like Wiggles rejects and then the other mm. team was red and they seemed to have the short shorts and they, you know, they did look a little bit more um, um, appealing. But anyway, there was... Uh, there was um, a wheelbarrow race first um, and then the red team won. Uh, then there was a canoe race and the red team went off track and the comedian yelled out, oh, it's like Colton trying to find a vagina. <laughs> oh, really? They went there. Which was fucking hilarious. I mean, obviously this comedian is a no-holds-barred uh, yeah, yeah, jokester yeah. and yeah. I am all there for it. And then uh, so there was one all and then they had a tug of war with Colton in the middle standing in a uh, sort of a box of mud yeah. and whoever lost was going to obviously get a couple of them dragged in the mud. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the red won and uh, so that means red won all over and the yellow girls had to slink back with a couple of them with the old ankle deep muddy feet and, you know, slink into the mansion and the girls were like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, what's happened and they had to not only say that they were, you know, losers but yep. that the others were all staying the night with Colton so that was um that was pretty uh hard for everyone to take and of course they had the sads and the jealouses all at the same time mm. Mm. isn't that funny how uh how everyone just goes into some kind of deep depression because it's not their turn or Oh, well, you know, we've said before in other seasons, you know, it's the Stockholm Syndrome to a T where they're all kind of kept a bit of a prisoner. They're Mm. all fixated on their captor and they all end up being in love with him. And, um, and yeah, so it's a, it's a absolutely incredible, uh, what do you call it? Premise that just works a treat because they do go nutty. I think there's a theory. Somebody should write a theory around that, um, uh, this kind of genre of mm. reality TV show uh, mm. and and correlate it with uh, Stockholm Syndrome because there must be a very high correlation. Well, they also can't have um, social media or phones, which is, uh, you know, they're cut off and they, I think they can't, I don't think they're allowed well, to call news, their families or anything. Newspaper, yeah, no like news. Just nothing no, no the music. outside world. Yeah, no music, music though. Yeah, mm. I know. So anyway, um, he's back at the, uh, the with the winners and it sort of seems to take turns uh, snuggling up under a rug in front of a fire with them one by one and having a bit of a, a, a chat. And, <laughs> I know. I just imagine them lining up uh-huh. like, right, you next, you know, next, and some producer sort of with their hand in front of them like, okay, you go now. But um, he then spoke to the uh, um, Heather about the never being kissed. Yeah. Um, oh, and here we go. She tells him she's a virgin. But, oh, she did. Yeah, so she says, I'm a virgin too, um, but I also haven't kissed anyone. And he's just like, really? <laughs> like he's actually shocked, which was 
um, hilarious. Because he's kissed um, everyone. Everyone. I mean, he uses <laughs> kissing as sex, basically. And then he, but I thought now he's met someone who's actually less experienced than him. Yeah. But he sort of, he told her not to feel ashamed and, and he appreciated it. But with all the other girls that he'd spoken to, he'd gone in and given them a kiss. Mm. So he goes in to give her what was obviously going to be a kiss. Then he suddenly realized, oh, she hasn't had a kiss. So he turns it into a hug and it was like literally the most, you know, and says, oh, I'm so glad you told me. And I'm thinking, Oh my God. Yeah. And then she says to camera later, I thought that might've been the moment that I would get my first kiss. Uh, maybe, you know, I should have said something, but so she's already full of regret that she's missed her opportunity. Because that, oh my, I mean, I felt I must've woken up a little bit at that point. Because, right. Because um, I felt when I saw that, that he'd almost friend zoned her immediately. Well, and I think I, he realised that if I yeah. give her her kiss, this is the first kiss and maybe she wants it to be more like on a date or something. You know, like a one-on-one, which I reckon he'll save it for that. Yeah, right. Okay. If he wants her to hang around. But uh, I'm thinking that it was just too too many other girls around, too fleeting to give someone their first kiss and then go and talk mm. to someone else. So I, I think that if he thought that through the yeah. way that I think he did, that was pretty good. Yeah. And but, isn't that funny? Because most of us with our first kisses, whatever, you know, they might have been 12 or, you know, when you're very young. Yeah. And, uh, 17, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I went to a girls' school. What can oh, you do? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, gosh. Mm. I outed myself then, didn't I? Um, Oh, no, maybe it wasn't. Oh, no, maybe that was something else. That might have been the virginity thing. Okay, I take that back. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, correct. (laughs) Bit earlier. Bit earlier. I mean, first kisses are done in a lot less interesting, you know, circumstance than by a fire with the man of your dreams. So, anyway. Yes, no. (sighs) Anyway, so uh, the girls are back at the ranch are very unhappy that Kaylin, Miss North Carolina, is with him and Miss Alabama is uh, spewing and then she tells the girls that she's got a problem with her and says that she's um, bad uh, for Colton. So they're kind of, um, you know, they're they're kind of putting their, getting their battle lines drawn. Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, he asks uh, how things are going in the house um, Mm -hmm. to Miss Carolina, uh, North Carolina. She says it's incredible, you know, so it doesn't tell him anything, which I kind of – it's it's, we know if you've watched enough of these shows, you know that if you are the messenger about shit going on, you usually get get sent home. Yeah. So she was pretty smart. Yep. Um, And then uh, we didn't see any shenanigans go on during the night, so then we sort of then see him showering the next morning. So Thank you. Whatever. Yeah, but and whatever that was supposed to mean, like you know. But I think nobody, um, nobody got to be too close to him. It was the cold uh, shower. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was very pleased with that. So the girls back at the mansion, it's daytime. They're getting ready for the cocktail party. So um, you know, TikTok. They've got like probably eight hours to get ready. Who knows? But um, uh, Bree then again mentions the older versus younger divide again, mm. which I've just put shut the fuck up because. That's going to be her. If that's going to be her line, um, you know, it's a bit dull. Um, So what happened next? The cocktail party begins and Courtney grabs him. Um, She's kind of this fierce girl with four younger siblings. It was pretty, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know if it went that well, but she was so happy about it she cried later. So, But she sort of was a bit full on in that she's like a mother to these kids. So she is actually already like a mother. And, again, it's like, oh, okay, so is that something that you're wanting to jump into your first proper relationship with? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them lay this heavy stuff down Mm. really quickly. And, yeah, I'm I'm just not sure it's the right strategy. But anyway. 
Well, I'm wondering if it's from watching, you know, all sorts of other TV shows yeah. where now the backstory has to have some kind of tragedy in it for them to get selected. I mean, even on things like Ninja Warrior or MasterChef or whatever, mm. you've got to have the story that's, uh, you know, got some kind of trauma in it. Otherwise, they won't pick you because you can't just be well balanced and, and you know, happily adjusted. So, you know, <laughs> maybe these girls are thinking I've got to kind of, you know, get him in the heartstrings kind of thing, but I'm not all for it at all. Um, but anyway, he, they get interrupted by a girl with an air horn. It's that piece, the one that tried to broker that yeah. first um, mm-hmm. meeting, you know, with a fucking air horn. Like, really? Oh, that's just rude. Yeah, totally rude. And then she said she was feeling horny, which I was like, oh. oh. See, isn't that funny? Because I've got such a um, basic body sense of humour. But that, I don't know. That didn't appeal to you? No. 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 And see, I don't really have that sense of humour, but I just thought you're just uh, annoying now. But, mm. of course, Sydney, the dancer, um, she did not oh, yes. like this one bit and so she went in and came back out banging a baking tray um, and and Airhorn Girl says, uh, like, girl, you know, you can come back in five minutes and it's like f- finally someone's actually stood up for their, uh, mm-hmm. their own their position. So, mm. so she slunk away but she just come back with a bigger baking tray and, and banged <laughs> it again. It was like... <gasps> you know, kind of desperate measures, I thought. And Colton's just watching all this with bemusement. But Honestly, um, I mean, you can just see sometimes the look on his face is, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, question, Questioning his whole life. Totally. And, and also, I, I don't know, um, I think it's this whole stuff with women because we mm. do it differently and it's that group environment you know where mm. you've got the guys I suppose even in the last episode here in Australia of um, Bachelorette mm. you did see these um, you know there were sort of the smaller groups within the groups and then the nasties were starting between the blokes even which isn't sort yeah. of normal normally there's just a lot of drinking beer and back patting yeah. whereas I mean he just was looking at these birds going Oh God! Yeah, what's it's just this what they've all come about? up with yeah. totally, and it's a big difference from the first night when it's all sunshine and roses. But anyway, yeah. we get old Tracy, who's like a, a bit of a misery guts, and she's uh, going on about being old. Manages finally to grab Colton for a bit of a chat, and who should appear but Demi in a bathrobe and stomps through the lounge to outside uh, where yep. they're sitting. Um, the girls are just like literally gobsmacked and she interrupts and want, says she wants to show him something and we're going to go upstairs and I'm going to show you my fantasy suite or something and mm. off, it takes him off upstairs and uh, Tracy is just, um, you know, uh, a bit of a mess. And meanwhile upstairs she's jumped on his back giving him a bit of a massage. It's like this girl is, you know, something else. Well, I gather in her mind that she mm. thinks that they're in the relationship and yes. everyone else is just marking time until they get told to go home. You're That's so right. So right. And so she, the girls are actually saying, well, one of them says, hasn't she got parents? Which I don't know what that means. She has no one ever told her how annoying she is. But she comes <laughs> back down and it's like, hey, ladies, I totally just had a great time up there with him and, you know, blah, 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 and bragged about uh, giving him a massage, how they chit-chatted, how she gave him a good time and that she helped him tonight. And it's just like, you know, this is 
beyond. But of course, it does it does what's intended. Tracy then runs upstairs crying, and and Bree, uh, Demi's answer to that is, uh, well, she's upstairs crying instead of downstairs trying to talk to Colton. So who's the idiot? You know. And I thought, this is what I mean. How do these other women allow somebody who's clearly so cuckoo bananas yeah. to unhinge them and and to trigger them? Yeah, well, anyway, um, Demi hears that everyone's upset with her, so she goes and, as she did to the other bird, tells her exactly what she wants to hear and they end up, you know, all good. Um, and I thought, you are the, you have played poor old Tracy and, you know, she's a bit of a master at this. She should be on Survivor. I don't know why she's on this show. But uh, mm. anyway, uh, then I think uh, uh, then we start the rose ceremony and we've got Demi actually narrating through it. Um, you know, they're sort of cutting to her comments. Um, so uh, Catherine gets a rose, which is like uh, I thought the producers, they're like, that's it, she is staying, just you wait. Yeah. You know, so but I'm wondering whether that was the they picked the wrong one to pass as a villain. It's actually Demi and they uh, they missed that. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then they kept going. He kept giving roses to everyone and, of course, Tracy's dying, the old one, because she's uh, – you know, looking like a mess and uh, there's four girls left. Um, so the ones that get sent home is the Tracy, um, uh, the uh, yeah, Tracy, which is like uh, no surprises there. No. Um, we've got, um, uh, who was it? Uh, four girls. I've got Tracy. Oh, no, he picked Tracy, but he sent home the gal that had the dog dog rescue thing with her sister who I thought was kind of really gorgeous I'm like what are you doing so that was weird Mm. um and then the exit interviews there was um you know the usual tears and all that sort of things a couple of embarrassment but um but Tracy was his last pick I think is that right I can't remember now you oh I don't know because she does yeah, I think she was the last pick, which was like, okay. oh come on! But they need to keep her there so that Demi's got someone to um, bounce off, yeah, and bully, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that, and it was pretty, um, pretty. You know, the numbers are getting a bit more manageable now, so we're happy with that. Well, we'll soon, yeah, we'll soon get across everybody's name, rank, and serial number. Yep. <gasps> <laughs> and we'll make this a whole a lot more interesting. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sure everyone's in the same boat if they haven't watched. We're all like, oh, who's that? We're all I'm learning going by as we go along. Up. And dress colour, I mean, that sort of thing. But they did, again, show more uh, scenes from upcoming. And him, not only did they show him vaulting the wall this time, but then mm. they showed him um, literally bolting, like uh, running. And I know we saw that the other day, but I think they showed it like another, oh, that's right, before he jumped the wall, yep. he puts his hand in the camera's mm. and like almost looked like, sounded like he smashed it so he was which was a new bit I'm like this is getting better and better yeah and it does seem to it's it's interesting because he seems to have himself so together interesting to see him come unhinged so it'll be interesting to find out what that's all about Mm. well I know he cries easily so maybe he angers easily as well oh and see this is what I mean like um all of these women, so what, you start with 30, but, you know, I suppose the main lot of them for you know, 12 of them or whatever, they hang yeah. around for a reasonable period of time. Yeah. I, I, you're not seeing that many of them think, is this guy for me? Yeah, okay, so he's good looking, whatever, um, mm. yeah, built beautifully, blah, 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 fit, healthy, yeah. all of that. But personality-wise, it's interesting because it's almost like they are in a show trying to impress him, whereas... Oh, yeah. It would be for the rest of their lives as well. So you just, you're not seeing a lot of people sort of asking and, and getting around him and thinking, oh, is this somebody 
who I would like to get to know more or who I would like to spend more time with. And Well, we discussed that, I think, in the last Australian Bachelor in Paradise, that these girls, they get to the end of the month or whatever that they're there mm. and we find out they haven't asked anything about where they live, what they do. The girls are just so obsessed, I think, with getting the guy. They'll figure out later if they're actually compatible and it's like because they're always, they're kind of, it's not a give and take and it seems in the past bachelors and bachelorettes the relationships that have gone really well is the ones where the person has kind of, um, I suppose, acted normally instead of trying to impress. And so mm. that's kind of, uh, you know, I suppose hard to do when it's early days, you're trying to stand out, you're nervous, but uh, mm. it, you can just see the ones that are like overconfident obviously isn't awesome either, but uh, just being a mm. bit normal and maybe even a little bit uh, reserved is better than perhaps being the opposite. I don't know. Yeah, and the other thing that I find is interesting are those ones that are excruciatingly either shy or don't want to be seen to be pushy or rude Mm. that sort of um, happy to everybody else to have a go before them and all of that. And they sit back and they sit back and they sit back and I just wonder... Do you realise the concept of this show is actually to get to know somebody? Yeah. 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 Well, they also know who it is. Like they announced the new Bachelor beforehand. So when you apply, you know it's Colton. It's not a surprise, is it? Yeah. So and if they've watched him on the previous seasons, they've seen enough of him to know, you know, a little bit about him. But it's like to be painfully shy and go on one of those shows is just or Mm. or to not be able to speak up. Is uh, I, I guess they need a mix though, because if they're all um, like us, A type then... personalities. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you're just right. Be, yeah, it'd be a shocker. Be so they've got to have a bit of balance, and that's I think makes it easier for them to cut cut the wheat from the chaff. You know. Okay, but I think maybe surely you end up missing out on some lovely people that way. You well, know? we've like... seen we've definitely seen ones where the person I think Bachelor in Paradise just gone. You know, um, Shannon mm. I think uh, they got uh, Alex from America was I don't know whoever it was whoever her partner was Connor something was asking oh, her to, to open up to open up he wanted to get to know more and like these girls mm. that, that hold back can also come across as intriguing but then it ultimately ends up as frustrating so there's a fine balance between being alluring and a bit mysterious and I don't know anything oh, about you god I was gonna say if you could bottle that Shari I'll buy some <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. First date dribble. They're like, blah, 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 blah. you know everything about me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's shocking. Oh, that's why we don't go out anymore, isn't it? <laughs> Can't be trusted uh, with the general public. But anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We're running through them thick and fast now, so there should be a new one hopefully each day until we've uh, done the season. So um, tune in, tell your friends, um, follow us on socials. Yeah, and it's easy to do the catch-up. So nine now, you can either watch uh, one at a time and follow along with the podcast or if you find the podcast in the future, you can, uh, yeah, just listen along and uh, watch Relive the memories and relive yeah. the memories of the season, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you all. Ciao for now. <laughs>